G'day, g'day. Welcome back to the Misfits Podcast. Rated five stars on YouTube by Roach. He says, Swagger, please talk about epic historical events. Oh, <laughs> we do this all the time. <laughs> we talk about epic, we, it's epic history with Swagger. Yeah. Where we talk about historical events that we don't really know very much about. Yep. Maybe we kind of remember them from learning them in middle school or whatever the fuck. Yeah. World War One, Balkan powder keg. They were all like, no, I want this land. And they were like, no, I want this land. And they were mm. like, oh, royalty? Okay, well, I'm a, I'm a Bulgarian. Was it Bulgarian? I, forget. Uh, I don't know. I don't know I'm going to be honest. No, no, Boston. <laughs> it was Bostonian. No, no, it's, I think it was Boston. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> you see what I mean, guys? Um, it was, we don't know what we're talking about. I, don't, I genuinely don't think it sounds like the old... Bosnian. It was Bosnian. Bosnian, dude. I, Bosnian I, Bill? I, Gabriel Princip was like this this Bosnian fucking dude that was like, oh, fuck the king. I'm a, I'm a, I think it was like an anarcho socialist or something. I think he was just an anarchist. But he basically was like, I'm going to get this gun. These guys are going to come by in a motorcade. They're going to go, killed Archduke Ferdinand and his wife. Austria-Hungary was like, fuck this. Bam. And then Germany was like, war? We could dominate the world? Yes. And then they went in. And then Russia was like, oh, let's kill like three million of our own men. Go. And then America was like, yeah, not my problem. And then back to back to Britain, they were like, "Oh yeah, oh God, got to do something about this." And then you know they sent their man, and then India was like, and then they, they invaded, and then they all had a little bit of a fuck. And then and then America was like, "All right, we'll get involved." And then bam, war over immediately because America to the rescue. That was epic history with Swagger. Yo, why write does, that down? Write it down. <laughs> why does Germany <laughs> always try to conquer the world and shit, man? Well, the oh, first man. time they failed and they got fucked for it and they got so mad they were like, uh, we could do it again. We could give it another try. It's yeah, like it's like it's like all or nothing. Right. It went all in. You've already tried taking over the world. What are you gonna be? Just the person that failed at taking over the world? No, you're gonna get back <laughs> up and you're gonna do it again. Germany's a fucking motivated country. We love Germany. You know who else we love? Yeah. Toby on the telly. She's here. Hi, I'm here. She's here. And uh, do you have anything quite as spectacular for an intro as Swaggers? No, I can't match that. No. Well, what, what I don't do you, know anything about history. Well, what do you know? Um, not much. Oh, yeah. Can't read. Can't read. <laughs> yeah. That's new to me. I thought you could read. Uh, no, I've said it quite a few times. It's People just seem to think it's a joke. Right. But you're, right. you're actually illiterate. Yeah. Well, mm. read my lips. Yes, yeah, I can't read. Yeah, well, it was very transphobic, so it's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fitz. Uh, I'm also here. I'm just a guy well, in a you, chair. Are you interesting? Mm. Uh, I can be, you know. Why? <laughs> honestly, I'm. Yeah, I, I struggle with that every single day, Toby. I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't understand the point. Why, why be interesting, you know? Yeah, I know. That's that's what I'm saying. Life's better if you're boring. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Keep your head down. Never learn a thing. Boring yeah. people uh, can make friends easier. Exactly. True. With other boring people. Yeah. And then they just go around being boring. There's a word for that. What? Normie. Yeah. Uh, and then a cog, a, a slave who mm. works a nine to five job. An unawakened mind. An unawakened. Yeah. Not enlightened. Unenlightened. Not like us. Yeah. We're enlightened. We have a podcast. We yeah. say things. I think you guys should take the red pill. Right? Take the red pill? Take the red pill. Right. Which is the pill that lets you, you know, uh, know everything. Yeah, it's a hard to swallow pill. Right, but the red pill also has a connotation associated with, you know, highly aggressive, uh, you know. Uh, what? Uh, Where is this like, going? You know, like the red pill, isn't that like kind of like the kind of overly alpha, like, you know, male you know, you, you take, type? Yeah, you take the red pill and then you realize that women only love you <laughs> if, yeah. if, if you have yeah, a facial I mean. structure 
uh, predetermined by your genetic mm. code. And if you're a sub eight male, then you should just you should just hit hit rocks mm. with, with with pickaxes yeah. and slave labor. Yeah. Right. You know, you don't matter. Women right. won't find you attractive. Yeah. Huh. You know, take the black pill. I don't know if they. <laughs> I think. Wait. What, wait. I don't know, what's the black pill? What's the black? The black pill, pill goes even deeper, guys. Oh, I, don't know, I don't know if you're ready for this I, black I, pill. Because, like, listen, I've like brushed with this this culture on the internet of the red pill. I don't. I've never heard anything about banging rocks. I just thought they hated women. And they, were well, bitter, and they were very bitter about well, it. Well, no, they don't hate women. They they hate themselves so yeah. much that they hate. But they women. internalize that as hating. Yeah. Women. Yeah. Because yeah. women. Uh, the center of all problems. Mm. Exactly. Yes, and they're yeah. also unobtainable in their eyes, even though they so desperately want it on a biological level. Well, exactly. Right. You know, but when the reality, if they just took a shower and maybe you know trimmed up a bit and well, you know, the had thing a, is, an, an inkling of confidence, they could probably get you know, laid. That's the black pill. The, oh. the black pill is you know actually not being a piece of shit who sits on Reddit all day and complains about his situation, but the black pillar. Oh, so like a normal person. The black the black pillar. He goes. <laughs> I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm stupid. Uh, Book, gym. Well, you can't really fix the ugly part. Wait, so, right. wait. Well, yeah, so it's a, it's a self-aware pill. Yeah, it's the, the pill that's like, look, yeah. I am not who I want to be and I'm going to do something about the it. The black pill frees you from the red pill. Wait, right. but why did why did people take the red pill in the first place? Why because did they it, want that? Because it, it's the first step to being black pilled. Wait, but <laughs> do, do people that take the red pill, do they know well, that they're on the red pill? Well, no, the, see, like, no one's actually taking any pills, all right? They're not real pills. I mean, you, t you take the blue pills. I take blue pills take every blue day. Pills, I take two of them. Well, that's yeah, and that's, estrogen, and that's the opposite of red pill, because like, the blue pill is turning into a woman, turning right. into the thing that Wait, you Wait, is that actually what a blue pill is? Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that, that they despise the most. To become something that, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Right. So, right? so oh. Toby, what I was saying is Toby was basically such a big incel yeah. that she was like, listen, I'm, I, I think the only chance of me getting laid is if I become a lesbian. Exactly. Someone accused me of that once. Oh, they did it, didn't they? Yeah. On a Reddit comment, which is like, you know, it's like saying like, Someone, everyone's accused anyone of anything in the Reddit <laughs> that's comment. That's true. Yeah. It holds no value whatsoever. But yeah. I do understand that you read it and you're like, hey, Jay, that's not true. Come on. That's, that's not I'm going to hang on to that for months, <laughs> maybe years. <laughs> my, my pills are blue, like unironically. Exactly. Mm. You take the blue pill. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. This is all bullshit. Oh. Yeah. I thought is, this was real. Oh, this there's is, no such thing as a black pill? I'm sure there is. a concept? Is. I'm sure there is. But the red I, pill thing is real. Like, yeah, this is a concept that, that men this is, yeah, on the internet this, talk about. This whole about. red pill mumbo jumbo, yeah, yeah it, it generated online. I think, I think it started on 4chan, like the R9K boy. Yeah. Right, and became like a genuine culture. Because yeah. there are genuine, you know, I've, I've encountered these subreddits where these guys just hang out and talk about the shit all the oh, time. Oh, it was like r slash incel, and that guy banned, and then banned. they changed it to r slash brain cell. B-R-A, <laughs> like, like just cell with one L mm. at the end. And well, so, brain you know, cell implies something that they don't have, so I don't know. Well, what it, that's have. the thing. Is that the joke? Is that <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to piss off any kind of online community and get them coming with pitchforks to the podcast. That's a lie. I totally do want to do that. I've but... I've never understood the incel stuff because it seems like an incel knows they're an incel and is okay with that. But uh, like, surely if you know yeah. you're an incel, you'd be like, oh, wait, th that incels are bad. Well, in order to participate in an online forum that centers around incels, you have to think, oh, that's what I want to be, or, or that's who I am. That's true. But it's I think it's like they're just they at a point, with. they're just identified with it. They're at such a low point that they're like, oh, well, here's a community of men that also struggle deeply with women and emotional connection and cleanliness and whatever the fuck else they they struggle with and you know then they kind of just get indoctrinated into a culture of and, hate. It's a, and it's a hive mind and it's an echo chamber 
And next thing you know, they're they're watching YouTubers who cover this kind of stuff, and they're you know all yeah. sorts of like us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like us. Yeah. You know. The thing is, like the the one the, the biggest thing that that I don't like about Reddit is that it really like most subreddits are just giant echo chambers, just yeah. because mm. if you say anything that goes against the uh, like the, the popular opinion, mm. regardless of whether or not it's correct or like reasonable, people just downvote you to all hell. Nobody will see it. Mm. Whereas, or, I mean, that also has a strange effect where sometimes you'll say something against the popular opinion and it gets upvoted because people are like, you know, I'm so sick of hearing people talk about this other shit and I'm going to, you know, upvote yeah, this true. thing that's, that's controversial, a little edgy maybe. Right. Yeah. It depends on the community. But go on with your point. Well, that was really the point. That was the point. That's why I yeah. don't really Well, it's really the, that's the echo chamber it. effect, right? Well, that's the thing. Is that, you know, you can go to, you know, we've talked about this before, but like I... I used to be a big browser of Reddit back when I was a teenager. Mm. A lot of us you were a browser? Yeah. I was a browser. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Bit of an incel too. I wasn't oh. Chrome. I wasn't Firefox. Mm. I was nowhere near that level, but okay. I was definitely a bit of a browser. I was on like it. an internet explorer. <laughs> yeah. Bits yeah. explorer. I was an internet explorer. I was just kind of paddling along. Like, oh. oh, look at that. Oh, that's porn. That's oh, exciting. Okay. That makes me feel funny. Oh. oh what's this? Reddit. Oh, it's a community where uh, back when I f was first on Reddit, it was just all advice animal memes where it's like the top text, <laughs> bottom text with a duck. <laughs> 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 you know, and I remember yeah. looking at that at 13 and being like, this shit is gold. Like, I found it's, fucking, uh, I found my people. This is hilarious. Yeah, uh, this is millennial shit right there. Yeah, that's, millennials. that's some old gen memes. I've tried um, getting into Reddit multiple times. I can't do it. Can't do it. I can't do it anymore either, uh, especially our subreddit. God <laughs> help them all. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but 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 post shit on there because every now yeah, and again please. I'll look at it. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. The, I do appreciate the effort. <laughs> I, that I, our, I look I look. I appreciate I, we all look. Yeah. You know, we all look at our subreddit. All right. <laughs> <sighs> we all look. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, like yeah. uh, what were we talking about? I don't um, know, you being a browser. Oh yeah, a browser. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh I don't know. We were just talking about Reddit and the effect of the echo chamber. I don't know. I want to talk about incel culture because that's actually interesting. It is. Um, how, how would you? Okay, say you were a like a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, 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 you're supposed to prescribe somebody that that says. I have low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. I'm angry at myself. I'm angry at the people around me. I have no real friends. All the girls that I talk to dislike me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm fat. I'm gross. Yeah. Um, I, I have no motivation. I'm depressed. Uh, what do I do? Become okay. a woman. It's way easier to get laid. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think like... That was a joke. I think the, the problem, and a, a lot of people today are falling into this position, is that people get depressed for one reason or another. Maybe it's because of trauma in your past. Maybe you weren't treated very right. You know, you just got beaten down by the world, and you know, you just think, what's the point? You become cynical. So you stop trying mm -hmm. and then you sort of just decay into this person that has no self-respect whatsoever. And the longer that it goes on, the longer that you're depressed for, you know, you just kind of, your self-respect just kind of erodes the more it, because more you're not looking after yourself. Yeah. You're not like, oh, I should lose some weight or go for a run. Well, I'm not doing that. Or oh, I'll just indulge myself all the time with dopamine and pleasure. And, you know, it's very easy to overindulge with dopamine and pleasure these days, like way easier than ever before. Yep. So you have a lot of people just consuming, 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 and maybe just suppressing the thought inside them that's telling them, hey, man, like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, this shit is not, you're not who you want to be. Like, you're not getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, you're stuck. But that thought is like, that's the depression. That thought, like for a lot of people, I think, and I say this because I've been there, is like, you know, if you're not respecting yourself, there's nothing to you. You're mm -hmm. just a shell. You're, and you're just trying to avoid that thought at all costs by right. 
you know, ordering a bunch of food or fucking jerking off or any number of drugs, drugs, alcohol. alcohol, People fall into all kinds of pitfalls. And the longer you stay in it, the harder it is to get out. Because maybe you've tried getting out of that pitfall many times and you've failed. So you think, oh, well, I'm going to get my shit together. Well, I tried to get my shit together last Wednesday and here I am in the same position. And I've done this like a million times, you know, which is, again, that eroding of self-respect it's like oh i tried and i failed and like i'm not getting anywhere what's the point and then you reach the rock bottom which is like i, I i'm never getting out of this yeah, i'm just right. pathetic and i accept it i'm never you, gonna find a yeah. girlfriend i'm getting older i'm ugly blah 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 all these negative thoughts you tell yourself you're spiraling you're spiraling you're at rock bottom and how do you fuck do you get out of that and then you're at that point where you're like there could be a magic wand <laughs> that i wave this magic wand and all of a sudden all of the these problems that I have disappear. Yeah, but it you know it probably wouldn't work on me. It's probably not worth it to go and try it. You know, what, what magic wand are you talking about here? Well, no, it's like a it's, <laughs> it's it, like well, I could try that magic wand they got. Like, <laughs> even that probably won't. No, work. it's like it's it's like the yeah. idea that mm-hmm. that there could be something that instantly fixes the mm. problems that you have, but you're in such a pit yeah. that you just come up with excuses for why that wouldn't work. Yeah, well, this, it's, uh, it, it was like a study or, or something similar where people who are like, like clinically depressed, like the worst depression, like year-long, like yeah. chronic like they're depression. they're stuck deep in it. Yeah. Um, it was, it was it, I, I believe it was a study. I remember we, we spoke about this like months ago, but it, the idea was somebody who was in that far, that pit of depression, if they were presented with a, with a wand where it's like, you know, you can wave this thing and it will, you know, make you like 10 out of 10 attractive, like fix all of your insecurities, like give you a stable job, give you mm-hmm. a girlfriend, give you a life that you actually want. Mm. Uh, those people aren't inclined uh, to wave it because really? either, yeah, either they feel like they don't deserve it mm. um, and that it, it's it's meaningless or or they won't just, they just don't, they, yeah. it's like they don't have even the motivation to be like, that just won't work. And they'll rationalize it in their right. head. It's like, this is, you yeah. know, this, this, it just wouldn't work. Which is when you know you're deep in it yeah. is when, you know, you don't think you deserve it. That's, well, yeah. that's, that's the fucked up even when, space to be in. Because even when people give you a hand yeah. to try to lift you out of it yeah. or to try to nudge you in the right direction, then you just don't accept it. Yeah. Because uh, it's almost like you're punishing yourself because you feel like you deserve that. Mm. Yeah. And I think the longer that you stay in the, in the state for it, the worse that, that just becomes. But yeah. it's like, well, I've tried so many things. So many people have tried to help me. I've let so many people down. You have all these negative thoughts that are just built up, crushing down in you all the time. But, you know, I think there is a way out. I think I think you just have to start, you have to want to get out, yeah. which is the, maybe a difficult thing for a lot of people. Well, you have to truly point. want that. Because the thing, the thing about wanting to get out of it when you're in that state is that that's a terrifying feeling because that's what makes you feel like even more of a piece of shit right. is when you know you could be better, but you're not, you know? But if you just ignore that and you just keep being like, you know, letting yourself down, but like kind of not feeling that like that, you're just kind of numb. Well, that's that's like, safer than feeling like, Oh, I could be so much more, but here I am fucking up again. Well, you know, you know they're sick of that feeling, so they abandon it. It's that whole journey <clears throat> of a thousand miles begins with a single step. But yeah. imagine, you know, just getting into, you know, this demotivated mindset. You're like, well, if I start now, like, you know, I, I could probably get out of this in like a couple of months. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, something stops you. Yeah. And, you know, you spiral and then 
you know, then you then you look at it and you're like, well, well what about now? It's like, you know, I gained 20, 30 pounds or whatever. It's like, oh, well, now my journey is like, you know, way longer. Yeah. And then you're even more apprehensive. You're intimidated by the climb. Yeah. Yeah. And you're also, <clears throat> you're still falling. Yeah. <laughs> you're still, yeah. But fuck, man, like on the day, I, I would say, and like, I've never been so severely fucked up that I've thought like, I don't deserve to be better or whatever, right. whatever. But I have been depressed before and I have had those feelings of like, it's going to take me so long to be better. Like all the things that I want to do are so far away and like, I can just be comfortable right now. So I'm going to keep going the way I am. And you know, mm -hmm. I know that feeling of like, I know I should be better, but I'm not doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. And I would say the only advice I have is like the days that come by where you do feel like I want to, I want to do something like I feel like fucking enough of this. Like if you feel that frustration, you have to seize those days and you have to go for a run or you have to do something that makes you respect yourself, you know, like do a thing that you were putting off for ages. An or accomplishment. An accomplishment, something that just, and that could be anything, you know, like a lot of people. Maybe as simple as cleaning your house, yeah, cleaning your room. Or doing 10 push-ups or just literally you know, anything that will make you feel if you're, you know, like I did that. Yeah, if you're like, listening to the podcast right now in your bedroom, I want you to look around your desk near your bed. If you see any cups or dishes or utensils that have been there for the last week and you know that they've been there for the last week and you look at them and do nothing about it, mm. um, just, you know, get up from your bed or wherever you're sitting and just take them and put them downstairs and take care of it. And just be a fucking boss and just be like, look, like this is just what I do. Like, I'm just going to clean up after myself because yeah. I respect myself, you know? And, you're, and then yeah. from there, you just take it. You just keep taking it. You keep going, like, all right, well, I'll do a little bit more. I'll do a little bit more. And you build momentum and, you know, you don't crush yourself again when the momentum slips, but you just keep an eye on it. You keep an eye on yourself and you just keep fucking going. And, like, you know, you know, there's there's probably a good chance that like you'll fuck up and maybe you'll retract a little bit and whatever, mm. but you have to just like, you have to understand what you really want for yourself and take steps to get there or you're not going to respect yourself and you're not going to get better. And that's like, the, that's really yeah. the realization I think that, you know, got me out of whatever funk I was in and it gets a lot of people out of a funk there. And it's like, enough is enough. Like I'm just sick of, I'm actually bored of being depressed. Right. <laughs> like I'm done with this. Like this has gone on too long. It's time to do some shit that, I know I should be doing. And then, yeah, you just begin your journey. And then you just become more and more empowered and all that negative shit just starts getting flipped. And it's like, well, look how far I've come. Look mm -hmm. at the progress I've made. Look at my relationships now, you know? And yeah. fucking boom, boom, boom. That's a big thing. Yeah. The relationships are a big thing. Huge thing. Because you shut people out. Yeah. You know, you shut people yeah. out a lot when you're, when you're fucked up. Because you, you don't want them to be ashamed of you and you don't want to burden them and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Yeah. So when you start taking those back, it's like, oh, man, like, I have friends, like people like me, like I'm, a, you know, yeah, that's right. Like, here's this person that I fucking used to be. So, and then, and there's also that big thing of like, when you are in that position and you don't, you know, you don't, you don't want to burden people or you don't want to think about it like that, that you are burdening people. Mm. You can push those people away to like, and sometimes even like the, the people that are like closest to you can just get so like, uh, hurt because they don't understand like what you're going through yeah and it feels to them like oh this person's just always ghosting me or yeah. this person you know is intentionally ignoring me or whatever if i put all this effort in and i don't get anything back uh and you know in reality to the other person it's like they feel like they would be burdening you yeah. by bringing you into it yeah. yeah which is where that i think just 
cycles just, into itself. It cycles into itself, and that's where just honesty just fucking reigns supreme, man. You just start being honest. You say, look, I'm so, I feel so bad that I didn't reach out to you like in so long. Like, honestly, I've been fucked up. This is what I've been going through. You talk about it. Almost any decent human being is going to look at that and be like, oh my God, I had no idea. Like, fucking thank you for telling me. Like, are you okay? And then that's another person. Because they understand, that, and yeah. then they wouldn't resent you. And then that's a person you have in your support network, uh, given that they're a good friend, you know? Yeah. Or, or yeah. whatever. I like, mean, if they say fuck you, then. then you cut that you motherfucker cut, out of your life. Cut, cut out <laughs> Get that shit out of there. Yeah. Anyway, we just kind of rambled into a deeply motivational <laughs> <laughs> sort of rant there, uh, bouncing off of an, of an incel topic. But, you know, I feel like. I feel like there's a lot of young people in that position today. Especially after last year. Especially after last year. Uh, for sure. Yeah. I think, I mean, everybody felt um, yeah. this, you know, lockdown depression kind of yeah. kind of creep around. That and withdrawal. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you're locked inside and you can't see people, mm. you know, that is, you know, that takes a huge mental toll. And even without COVID, I think we live in a, a world where it's easier to hide away than ever. Oh, yeah. And it's easier to just retreat into a little world. Looking at your, even when you're out, you're on your phone, whatever the fuck, you know, you're just consumed by something. Yeah. It's, it's easy as fuck to hide. You gotta stop hiding. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. You hear that? You gotta stop, stop hiding. Stop hiding. <laughs> you gotta get after it. What are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway. Still listen to the podcast, though. I mean, you know, listen to the podcast you know, the hour. Yeah. The hour out of your day. But, but. but the incel <laughs> thing's interesting because, you know, in, being an incel, it's not just being depressed mm. and unhappy with yourself that's actually internalizing that and turning that into hatred which In, is yeah, what a lot into of hatred and bitterness yeah which is like a mad like lack of self-awareness yeah. um mm. but it's a, unfortunately a pitfall that it's, a lot of people fall into weird. and not I just mean, men either like you know old people have all kinds of ways of turning their own insecurities into into, fucking, into a projected hatred yeah. to you know a specific group of people yeah. you know <clears> and <throat> yeah i mean you know nothing it, it, What's the way I could phrase this? It's always kind of been a thing, but I feel like it's more prevalent uh, in this century and maybe even in like the 90s to now. Like the concept of a bitter virgin. Mm. Like somebody who, who's like been a virgin like a, and, and not even just like you haven't had sex with a girl. Yeah. Like it's like you haven't even held their hand. You're a hand-holdless virgin. Yeah. And that is... You know, like being 25, never having held a woman's hand. Yeah. And, you know, wow. you're, you're, you're looking at porn all the time and you're like, why can't I have this? And, you know, you're, you know, following e-girls on Twitter and, and, re and replying to their <laughs> tweets with, oh, my God, Queen, you're so beautiful. Please, like, can I DM you? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. that, like the desperation, yeah. like the and then like when they realize like, I don't have this, it'll never have this. Then it's then it's bitter. It's bitterness. Yeah. It's. Fucking <coughs> slut, fucking whore. Like yeah. you see those like down bad tweets. A lot of them are fucking fake. Mm. Um, but there, there's a good amount of like real screenshots from women online, and it's just like um, you know, like a message is like, "How are you doing?" And it's just you know, leaving them on red, and then you know they're like, "You left me on red, you fucking bitch." The women are all the same. You're a fucking whore, slut, fucking yeah. fuck you, cunt, ugly bitch. And it's yeah. just you know, it's wild. Like how how actually fucking common it is yeah. and yeah. it's like wow no wonder well, you're no, in this position it, yeah if this is how you're internalizing this shit like no wonder like, you know women you know like you have to i feel like you need to be like a friend <laughs> to the, to a woman first before that can progress to anything but yeah the, the thing is i feel like bitter virgins are so desperate that mm. they try really really hard 
And then when they ultimately get rejected, that that turns into, wow, I really will never get like a woman. Fuck all women. Yeah. Fuck this. Um, I'm 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 going my own way. I'm a man yeah. going my own way. Or or even if you know, even if they do pursue friendships with women, it's always like in their mind yeah, under the pretense of like the, I'm, I want to fuck yeah, something. The, I want to fuck. The I want to fuck. I want to say that. But, you know, which is like a lot of male energy. Like if you're if you haven't if if you're you know lacking, uh, uh, or if your sex drive is out of control and you haven't had sex and you haven't held a woman's hand, obviously that shit's gonna have you amped up. Like as a young yeah. man, you know it's a difficult energy to deal with. I think, but like man, like that shit, that desperation just reeks. No, it's <laughs> and, you, and you'll be like, oh, in the friend zone again. It's like, well, yeah, because you're fucking. That was your intentions were so clear. You know, like you're and never gonna get anywhere with that weird. energy. Yeah. You have to like genuinely need to learn to like women first. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, or what the fuck are you even doing? You know. Um, Man. You think it's some, it's now this shit. is this is a more prevalent thing <clears throat> in America? I think I think here in Australia, I, I haven't noticed a big incel culture. Hmm. Do you think this is because um, sex work is so prevalent in Australia that wow, you know people that are so like wrapped around the axle of like you know I need to know what it feels like I need to know what the touch of a woman feels like yeah. and 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 like that I need that experience like I need. I need, I need to get this out of my fucking system so I could finally tell my friends and relate to them when they talk about having sex yeah, with women. Yeah. And then they go to a brothel and like, you know, they, 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 you know, they sit on a couch, women come out, they go, you know, Hey, how are you? The women that don't want to have sex with you, like literally aren't forced to, they just go, no, no thanks. But there's plenty of women that would, mm -hmm. you know, for the right, right amount of money, they yeah. pay for it. And then, you know, they have this experience, and it's great. You know, the women are fine. You know, they, they get their pay, and, yep. like, it's and just another day clean, on the job. And and everyone's happy and healthy. Yeah, and then, and then they come out of it like, wow, that was, that was the experience, and, like, that was that, and then, <laughs> then they're Or good. more likely, oh, that was that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, like, you know, if it's your first time. Oh, like, your first time. Unless you're just some fucking turbo chat from the beginning, you're probably yeah. like, oh, okay, that was... I guess that was yeah, five minutes later. You're out. It's like, wow. You know, I wonder, I wonder if, you know, like, because, you know, they have this, you know, the, the whole like pyramid of needs. Uh, I believe it was Marlowe. I, I, th I think it was a psychological term mm. um, where, where it's like, you know, uh, relationships, food, water, shelter, and then, you know, like uh, achievements, goals, like job, like like meaning, and then like you know, like sex is is like a primary thing, like sex and yeah. intimacy and all of that. And when people are deprived of that, then you know their life balance or how they perceive things or how they rationalize things in their head goes to shit. Yeah. Uh, but when you're you're given an option, a legal like option, you know, for for sex work, I feel like that. That helps. Yeah. I feel like that helps. I, th I, I think to answer your question before we lose it, you mm -hmm. know, whether Australia has less of an incel culture because of, you know, sex, work. sex yeah. work being legal. I think, I mean, honestly, I didn't even think about that before you brought it up, but it's a good point. I yeah. Like, sex work is, is great, in my opinion, as long as it's executed correctly. And uh, mm -hmm. it's definitely got to be something where a young guy can be like, well, I'll just go to the brothel. It's not even, it's not even uh, taboo here. You yeah, know, I know. It's, guys it's talk about it all, all the time. Yeah. Like a lot of guys just go to brothels. You know, I I'm all, I'm, I don't go. To, <laughs> you know, I've been to a brothel, but I don't like frequent brothels or anything. But you know, it's like, it's common. It's very very it's common. Super common. And like it's very common to lose your virginity there. And it's like, honestly, if you're worried about it, if you're nervous, 
young man or or even a nervous old man. Apparently, the women to, the women are apparently very like nice. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, they're very. A lot of their clients, yeah, a lot of their clients would be like, "Hey, it's my first time," and they'll just take care of it. So that's a good that's a good thought actually, because in America it's quite it's quite taboo. It's very taboo. Yeah, and, and illegal. And, and in, illegal in many as well. places. You know, women. You know, women that are you know <clears throat> doing sex work in America now is all on OnlyFans because at least it's uh, safe. At least it's fucking safe because you're the, in your own house. You're taking pictures of yourself where you're comfortable, and yeah. then you're selling it to people online. <coughs> it's it's fucking pandemic safe. Mm. Like but you know, not. but the thing is, it's different than actually having sex, paying yeah. for sex, yeah. and you know, in in America. I think I think there's parts of America with legal prostitution. I could be completely wrong, but I think there might be. I think Vegas. Has Vegas, has maybe. I think maybe Vegas well, has. Even like, if it's illegal, it, you know, it stays. You know. You know, and, Vegas, and you so. know, there's strip clubs and everything that you know, you you, you fucking hand them five hundred dollars and they go, okay, come to the back room. Yeah, but it's right. not, it's not a regulated industry. Yeah. And the pr- the problem turns to well, if the industry industry isn't regulated and it's not legal and it's not looked after by the government and by officials then, well, who's going to check for STDs? Who's going to keep that? Yeah. Um, and, and, who's, who, and what's protecting the sex workers? Yeah, you know, you know what's stopping... fucking se- abusive pimps and all kinds yeah, of shit like that. Pimps either, either abusing them physically or getting them hooked on drugs and then, mm. well, hey, if you want more heroin... Yeah, fuck. No, I, I, knew a, I knew a fucking girl in high school, dude. I used to work at a, at a strip club afterwards. Um, found out two years later she, uh, she died, overdosed on heroin. Wow. You know? Uh, whoever who, I'm assuming whoever was managing her uh, at the strip club got her hooked on heroin, mm. and and that and, and that's fucked up. That is so fucked because up. you know that's because everybody fucking loses. The only people that make the money are the pimps, which you know are, are pretty much fucking kingpins. Just like yeah, yeah, you know, they renting all the power, having literally all the power, and taking they, all the money, and just the girls paying, are completely dependent. Yeah, paying the women in 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 you know taking advantage of their of their addiction. Damn, yeah. and. I feel like if if sex work was legalized in America, I think it would, you know, socially it would do more good than harm. Yeah. But a lot of people are really, you know, Because it would still be very taboo, though, you know? Like, even if it was legalized, it would still be... Because there isn't that ingrained culture of it just being like, yeah, it's just a it's, thing that's there. It's also there. very religious, America. Yeah. Here I, in Australia, I, it's not as religious. I think, I think America is heading towards a much more sex-positive yeah. Uh, oh, culture, though. Uh, yeah. You know, and young yeah. people are leading that. And, you know, old people, typically the types that are devoutly religious and might shame you for this sort of stuff. That's that's going to be a thing in the past eventually. Give it 30 to 40 years where all the boomers <clears> are <throat> old and out of power and you have fresh blood in Congress. They actually make lies. You mm. have fresh blood in, in politics. You have, you know, actual fucking like people that are versed in, you know, the modern, you know, social sphere, you know, to, to start, you know, like legal weed everywhere, you know. Like lights start being progressive and following a line, and you know, doing doing that. Thing. So I, I feel like that's where it'll head ultimately. A lot of, a lot of like little kinks to figure out. Society's got a lot mm, of kinks to figure out. A lot out. of kinks to figure out, because especially yeah, I, in sex work. You, you see so many articles now that are like, um, you know, the younger generation is having like, I don't know what the statistic is, but I know that it shocked me when I saw it. Like this much less sex than previous generations, and the mm. reason being is because, well, a like. Uh, physical separation being more common because of social media, but yeah. also because people are earning less, they're living with their parents. Um, there's a couple other factors that I, I can't think about that's on my head, but like I think the 
the, the economic factor of like, well, it's we just can't afford housing. Like, so I'm still living with mom and dad is a huge. Yeah, like you don't want to you want to bring a girl over and be like, hey mom, <coughs> hey dad, yeah, this is uh, this is the girl that I'm gonna fuck tonight. <laughs> you know, yeah. just for the one night. As, as you know? Yeah, exactly. But also, it just makes it easy to retreat to that internet porn. Yeah, addiction. yeah. Like internet porn, I think is. And I mean, uh, with, with on the subject of like the internet porn stuff, like mm. things like OnlyFans and like cam sites. Right, uh, almost like these sort of like pay for intimacy websites to mm. a, in a point uh, to a point where it's like you know you can go on OnlyFans and sure you can just like subscribe and you know look at the naked pictures of some woman, but then you can also like send them tips with a message and be like you know actually develop this this like relationship, yeah, relationship with this person. Yeah. You just have to pay every time, and it's the same on like campsites. Yeah. The yeah. thing that's weird is, you know, this is, you know, a campsite and OnlyFans is very much predicated on, you know, sex. The sexual intimacy, like, boobs, pussy, like, you know, show me everything. Yes, I want to, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And that's like the rise sexual aspect. But then you have these people, you know, and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm going to think a little bit. Uh, before I, I, I say this, because I want this to come out right. Mm -hmm. um, in, in the... Um, it, as for something like uh, Twitch streamers, female Twitch streamers, that, you know, th that are online playing games, a lot of, you know, a lot of the people that fall into this, you know, quote-unquote incel category, people that are starved of, of female attention, people that are, that, that are starved of, you know, it, it, you know, socialization in general, you know, they, and they go, you know, obviously, you know, they want, you know, female friends or they want female attention. They go, you know, to streamers that, that are streaming games and they'll, you know, donate a hundred dollars. Can you say my name? Like, I love this. You know, they'll be like tier three subs. They'll be in the community all the time just so that they get that attention. Yeah. Um, and that's not, you know, putting any blame at all on female streamers because all they're doing is they're starting yeah. up a stream. They're playing yeah. games. Well, it's not just female streamers either that, that happens with, you know. True. Lot, it happens of, with men. A lot of you know, male streamers. Male I think streamers. it really, it's just that longing for a connection. Yeah, yeah. a virtual and friend. It's, it's the parasocial relationship. It's yes. like, oh, well, I can fulfill this itch. I can scratch this itch I've got uh, to interact with a human being, but I can do it from the comfort of my house with porn on the other monitor and fucking right it over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, from my nice comfy chair with my big old my big gulp and my popcorn yeah. and, yeah. My, and my Doritos and, and just fucking yeah. hitting myself with as much dopamine as possible and artificial socializing, you know, it's mm. like and I'm on Discord over here and I'm chatting with a bunch of people and I'm you know yeah. that I don't really know. I'm a Discord mind, you know. <laughs> you know, and hold, hold on, kitten, one sec, I'm gonna donate to yeah. to the streamer. And we gotta be careful here because we're not discouraging uh, these platforms or the people that use no. them, you know, we use them. We use Discord. We use Twitch. We stream. You know, we, yeah. we do all it's these just, things. It's you know, just, I, you know, I mean, it, it's it, it would be foolish not to not to point out like the fact that there there are people on these platforms that are, are very clearly starved for for yes. attention and for lying, especially on on creator uh, content creator Discord servers yeah. like. I've like when I had my Discord when I created my Discord and it went from like three three thousand people it was like a small nice tight knit community of people that were all friendly everyone kind of knew each other like it was very pleasant but as mm. soon as it blows up to like a hundred thousand people like on a single Discord server like there were like I had fucking problems like you know 
like young girls coming in and like being like super sexual and like people taking the bait and then it just being really inappropriate and like or like the general chant and yeah. like and it'd be like the fuck is wrong yeah. like with you people but the th you know That's, the thing is they're all super hormonal horny fucking teenagers yeah. and they're like e-dating yeah and that's the thing like a lot of blame gets put on the guys for being gross or like and a lot of guys are gross yeah. i just want to say this a lot of guys are fucking horrible are super inappropriate online they don't know how to talk to women but a lot you know women especially teenage women are fucking horny too you know everyone's a little bit horny and they all want to be participating in figuring out sex and like figuring out how it works and they're sexting and they're like Discord being suggestive. Discord is the it's most a cesspool. It's, it's, a, it's a Discord fucked up cesspool. Is, it's, it's the most dangerous. <laughs> it's the most dangerous place to do that. Yeah. On Discord, because <clears throat> that's when young women are taken advantage of mm. by by fucking guys who say, "Yeah, I'm 16. Yeah. No, I'm 12 too. I'm yeah. 12 too. Yeah. Show, show me a picture of you without your top on." And then, uh oh, turns out this guy is 22, and I'm getting fucking DMs from a mob being like, "Hey, there's a fucking pedophile on your server, and I have to nuke him." Yeah. You know, God, we've had so many. You and I. And Dude, I'm sure you as well have I, had experiences every, where look, every mods single, or something have abused their power. Every single uh, fucking content yeah. creator server, you know, these mods are volunteers. Um, in almost every instance, me, Fitz, you know, Toby, fucking, you know, all these other huge Discord servers, all these other big creators, yeah, they, they, they had to have had at least one mod that was just abusing their power, getting into people's DMs, getting yeah. nudes, and then it's just like, dude... They have to ban you now. Yeah. Like, you fucked it all up. Yeah, and you see it with creators, too, doing it on... on creators MDM, as well. Whatever the fuck. Like, it's just... And it's just lonely people, I think, at the end of the day, it, taking advantage of what they can because they're fucking lonely and they, they have, they're wound up and all these sorts of things. But And it's sad. It's tragic. You yeah. Know, it's tragic on all parts, I think. But it's... um, Yeah, it's just a... It's a very, very interesting phenomenon. I think an interesting thing about Discord, and I'm going to be careful not to offend anyone in the audience because I know a lot of... A lot of the people listening to this podcast probably hang yeah. out in discords all the time. And I don't want to make you guys feel like freaks or anything. No. Because, <laughs> you know, there, a lot of you are very lovely people. We talk to the people in our discord. Yeah. And we, there's, we, we there's, like more, there's more, there's more like, there's more rational, sane, like oh, well-adjusted people on discord than there are freak, sex-driven, pedophile, <laughs> fucking weirdos. So yeah. trust me, but, we're not talking about you. But, we're, but, we're not talking about you. But what I was going to say is I think that discord... Uh, attracts a lot of socially anxious people mm -hmm. because it's a way of getting your social it's a way of having a social life without yeah. having to deal with the stresses of you know a, rea a real physical mm. uh, connection and it attracts a lot of hi hyper anxious people and I think that you got to be careful because I you know I've spoken to uh, you know fans and stuff and hang out with them on discord and a lot of them tell me about their anxiety and they tell them I'm a very anxious person and I'm blah and they always identify as having a lot of anxiety, and I'm, I believe yeah. them. Yeah, you know, I, I deal with a lot of anxiety myself. Anxiety is the fucking worst. But it's when but you I, let the label be part of you, yes. or the problem yeah. be part of you. Yes, it's and accepting, accepting defeat. it. Yeah. Accepting don't, defeat. Don't identify with your symptoms. Yeah. Don't, don't don't make your symptoms a part of your identity. Try not to identify as anything. Other, as than anything your, other than don't identify as anything other than yourself. Because it becomes a victim complex. And it becomes like, well, I'm anxious, so therefore I don't have to worry about this because I have anxiety. It's like, well, yeah, you have anxiety, and I understand that this really sucks for you and that it's really hard to go outside. It's really hard to make friends. I know that you've been fucked up by friends in the past or you've been bullied or you've had a terrible experience in school. You trauma. Know, lot, trauma, number of things, you know. But don't say to yourself, I have anxiety and therefore it's okay for me to stay inside. Say like I'm an anxious person and I'm I'm trying to be better. Like I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to work on it. Like because the only way that it's gonna get better is if you take steps and confront things that make you anxious. Yeah, mm. just put yourself out there. And I know that's hard. And I'm not trying to like 
minimize the problem. No, no. Uh, but it's honestly, you you can't fall into a victim men, a victim mentality where you're yeah. like, I'm anxious, I'm so and so, I'm blah blah blah, and therefore. I'm just gonna, you know, not deal with these problems in my well, life. It's when you use. You're gonna, it's when you use it as an excuse <coughs> to not yeah. better yourself. Is when it when yeah. it when yeah. it cycles into this this toxic identity. Yeah. You know, like uh, you know, I'm depressed. Like when I when you say to yourself, I'm depressed, that's when like it sinks in. Yeah, and, and it's easier for you to be like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, because my depression prevents me. Yeah. I would say that I I would say that I ident- identified as someone who was depressed last year. Yeah, and I can't tell you how many days I had where I was like, I should do something. I'm depressed. I'm gonna order ice cream and watch a movie. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. literally just taking away your power with the way that you perceive yourself. Yeah. I'm depressed, and therefore I don't have to worry about this. And yeah. it's yeah. like it gives you the permission to be a little bit of a piece of shit. I think <laughs> it's there's, like, there's almost a culture uh, <laughs> with like the sort of like tumblr generation and that where it was sort of like pushing people to embrace their like their struggles and kind of making it almost cool in a way to be like oh yeah like i have this you know and that that was like such i I know that when i was growing up that was such a big thing you see that even with parents bestowing it on their their kids like oh my kids yeah that got asperger oh my kids got this my kid is like has all these conditions it's like well yeah sure maybe they do but like are you doing your kid any favors by giving them a set of permission slips to avoid yeah. confronting what makes them feel the way they feel? Yeah. Like it's, we're overcoming, we're yeah. evolving, we're even yeah. moving forward. Yeah, it's like putting, getting, you get put in the kid as a, in that gifted camp, and therefore it's like, oh, I'm, I'm gifted, and I don't have to worry about the same things other kids do, or blah, 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 blah. blah. It's like, it's terrible, terrible mentality it's a ter- to fall it's into. A terrible way to you got to think of yourself as powerful, but you're down bad right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. How you got to think. You got to think like I'm, I am so many things, but I'm just a little fucked up right now. But I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna get better someday. That's how you should think about it. It's you should think like, about it like a broken arm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's going to to inhibit you. Yes, it's going to make it so that things that you otherwise would do with two arms, you know, it would make it harder, yeah. make it more difficult. I'd say. It's less so like a broken arm and more so like like something that there is like rehabilitation for you. Like know? a stutter. It's like more so. It's, well, I, it's like something sometimes not that you can. Some, some, extra, sometimes people are just inclined inclined to depression. They're inclined to anxiety, yeah. and it's just who they are. You know, like I've, a lot of I, genetic. I have made leaps and bounds in overcoming my my anxiety over the last, over my lifetime. But I'd still say I'm an anxious person. Yeah, it's just kind of my nature. I'm just a little neurotic. I'm just a little, I overthink shit. I'm kind of in my head a lot. But like it's not, it doesn't let, it doesn't like stop me. I'm still pushing myself out there, you know. Yeah. Right. It's just like, well, I just have, you know. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like getting shot once and the, you know, bullet t- taken out and it's, it's out, but there's still a little scar there. It's still yeah. part of who you are. Or the bullet's still in. Or the bullet's still in you. Yeah. You know, it's just you carry it with you, but you just get on with it anyway. Yeah. You know. But also, I think it's it's true what you say. Like sometimes you can't completely heal. You can completely eliminate yeah. the problem. I guess it is like more so, <clears throat> like working around it and figuring out ways to uh like manage it and minimize it mm-hmm. in, in as many ways as you can and still do the things that you want to do uh while having that thing that sort of inhibits it a little yeah 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 exactly mm. i just realized that we were supposed to bring something up at the beginning of the show <sighs> that we hadn't but you know i feel like well, music makes me feel better music does. When, <laughs> I'm, when i'm feeling down that was a horrible segue no uh music does make us feel better yeah, music does. is actually a huge part of my life uh in particular i always 
have a soundtrack going like throughout the day. If I'm See. in my house, there's a speaker near me always playing some music unless I'm trying to focus or do something else. And uh, Spotify actually reached out and asked us to put together a little playlist uh, of our favorite tunes. Well, actually, when I was asked, I was under the impression that it was just my personal you know, taste. And they were like, hey, could you just put together a playlist? And I was like, sure. Uh, and so yeah. there is now a playlist on Spotify with a selection of tunes that I threw together that I think you guys are a fan of yeah. a few of the songs as well. It's the Misfits Podcast, yeah, Start Select. If, if you uh, go on Spotify, you look up Start Select, it should be there right now. It's like a monthly podcast that rotates, I think. Uh, so the songs will be on there for a month. Yeah, it gets curated by a different person every month, I yeah. think. Yeah, and this, yep. this month we were lucky enough to, to get it. So if you want to listen to some songs that I think are dope, there's a good variety on there, like hip-hop, psych rock, there's some classic rock, some heavier shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so go check that out. Uh, Start Select, Misfits Podcast, should come up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give it a sus. Let, I listened let to what it you think. on the drive to the office. It was very good. I yeah. liked it. It was a nice little selection of songs. Beautiful. Nice. Epic. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, th- this whole podcast, um, I get these things because of my hormones mm-hmm. where <clears> I get <throat> really, really hot when I'm not actually hot. So hot. I just, so I, hot. It's, it's, I was <laughs> noticing it too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, it's like a hot <laughs> flush. It's something that usually happens to, um, women yeah, menopausal, menopausal or women. pregnant or yeah. on their period. basically when something's like affecting your hormones yeah. and stuff and you, i get really hot and then i also the this whole podcast i've had that feeling mm, wow you are hot really wow. yeah you're like you uh, have like a temperature okay <laughs> uh, i've had that feeling you know that feeling that you get where your eyes you feel like you, you just you like really feel like you need to cry yeah but there's nothing that you actually are sad about oh well, go ahead but uh, I've just been sitting here, like oh. feeling like I need to cry for no reason. Oh my god! Not upset, not anything. Just like <laughs> feeling so like I need to cry. I've also out. been really hot, and uh, yeah, it's just this weird thing huh. that well, happens. Well, to are you me. okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. But right. that, if anyone in, on the uh, in the audience was wondering why I was quiet, right. that's why. Mm. <laughs> but I was trying to you be part of it. You're chipping it enough. You know, don't stress about it. I I I heard this really interesting factoid about oh. if you were a if you're a, a woman who's on um, like like birth control, a lot a lot of birth controls make your hormones um, tell your body that you're pregnant, and so a lot of women while they're taking this birth control while they're around men get very protective and defensive and and weird get really weird around mm. men, and that's because their body is telling them that they're pregnant, and when a pregnant woman is around a man that isn't like their partner uh they get very protective and defensive because it's it's the body's you know through evolution right you know when a, a pregnant woman is around another man like yeah. they're very protective of you know their child and and all of that well think about it like on a chimp level like if i was a female chimp and i'm pregnant carrying some other chimp's child you know i'm very excited about this child to, yeah. to be some other strange chimps is right next to me fucking massive could tear me to shreds yeah i'm gonna be feeling very anxious about that i would say exactly <laughs> the the thing <laughs> literally exactly literally so it's like it a, you say it's like a primal instinct it, it is a primal instinct and, it, and it's caused by the hormones huh birth control's fucked yeah no mm-hmm. like there are th- birth control is good for like a lot of reasons like obviously uh, you know and well, can like regulate yeah. your period. Well, we no spe- babies. We should speculate, uh, specify that we're talking about birth control pills, right? Yeah, sorry. Birth control condoms. It could be it could be pills. Female well, it, female birth control. So pills or IUDs. Right. Yeah. I you mean, know, things that stink all the way up there. 
basically anything <laughs> anything that messes with your natural hormones yeah right. like and that's a big part of what birth control is um is like really fucky um and mm. i think i've probably talked about this on the podcast before uh, like a while ago but um like a huge thing with uh people that are on birth control for for like a whole part of a relationship because a lot of people take birth control just to regulate their period mm -hmm. has nothing to do with them having yeah. sex or anything mm. so they're just on it you know yeah. like there are plenty of people that have just been on birth control since they're like 16 yeah. Yeah. you know and it's just normal to them and when they uh you know eventually you know they'll, they'll develop connections to this person and your hormones are such a big part of who you are mm -hmm. and like like what your body's like desires and all that sort of things are mm. so like when you are adjusting your hormones it adjusts your desires and your attractions and all of those things and it means that a lot of people will get off birth control when they've been with someone for a long time uh because they want to have a baby mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden their hormones are readjusting back to what their natural state are and they're just like not attracted to the person anymore mm. or there's just like things about them that uh have changed because their body's natural hormones are just completely mm. different to what they right. have been getting for their whole life i'm guessing it it just takes a little bit of time to kind of swing back or, or does it are there some instances well, where it just never returns it is never attracted to their partner man. again 10 years of marriage and no, I mean, I no longer love this like man. there will be people that will. I mean, there there's people way that are just completely gone. <laughs> Makes it way easier if you're if you're just just a gay man. <laughs> Don't have to I worry wish about I was it. a gay man. <laughs> Every day I wake up, I'm like, God, I wish I was gay. Fuck, it's it fucking be scary sick. though. What being gay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. The hormones, it is, it is yeah. scary that your entire, you know. You love somebody for ten years, and it's like I'm ready to have a kid, I'm ready to have a child, I'm ready to stretch out my fucking stomach for this for this guy and ruin my body. <laughs> okay, um, all right, yeah, ruin your tear, body. tear my vagina to my asshole, giving birth to this fucking frog-like creature Tommy. because I love this man so much. And then as soon as you're like off, I'm ready for a baby. You look and you're just like the reality hits you, and you're like, oh, my natural hormone state yeah. says that you're fucking ugly. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, surely, divorce. Yeah, surely yeah. like the doctor warns about this though. Uh, well, I don't know if you're seeing a doctor. He's like, listen, you might think your fellow is a disgusting man pig when you get off this. The symptoms, uh, uh, you know, of, of withdrawal from hormones is uh, nausea, dizziness, headaches, uh, hot flushes, and, uh, you know... You're, and divorce. You're, and divorce. <laughs> I mean, the, the way to... The, this, I, uh, like, don't, you know, quote me on any of this because, you know, I don't know too much about it. But the way that I see it is that, uh, you know, your body naturally wants you to be attracted to someone that uh like whose dna is going to work well with your dna because basically humans are just like meant to reproduce mm. so they want to reproduce with the best possible mate and then if you're on these artificial hormones all of a sudden you're going to be attracted to something that the hormones want and if you went once you get off them the person that you were attracted to may not be a good fit for your uh like f for you anymore yeah, you're resting and it can more. just completely change it mm. interesting yeah it is interesting. Mm, kind of yeah. wild. Also Sarah. fucks up like sex drive and all that, you know. Uh, Excuse me. I, I, I'm curious to like, I would be curious to see what sex education is kind of like for young people these days. I would say <laughs> young people like I'm old, but I mean like people in high school, you know, because I, I didn't really get taught shit, neither. frankly, I got about, taught from, from my I parents. Got, got taught or, a lot. I got taught the I got taught the fundamentals. And, you know, I had a, a few sex ed class. I think I watched one disturbing video in primary school, you know. I mean. Um, but like, I didn't really... Like, I think sex education is one thing, like learning about the biological functions. And yeah. then there is the social education around sex, which I think is like ultimately more important 
Because, like, you know, it's a fucking weird world to navigate as a young person, especially when you're a teenager and your hormones are all fucking out of whack and you want to be having sex, but it's kind of taboo and, like, you don't kind of know how to communicate and, like, tell, express how you're attracted to someone and yeah. all the shit. I feel, I feel like being taught that stuff. The social aspect of things. The social yeah. aspect of, yeah. like, sexual interaction yeah. is just so fucking important. That's, yeah. that's and, like, weird, and there's, there's, there hasn't been a lot of guidance for that, I don't think, because... Yeah. Sex has been something that's kind of a little hush hush. Imagine a sleazy TikTok pickup artist goes to a fucking school to, to, t- to tell kids, <laughs> hey how kids to get women. I'm gonna teach you how to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like step one, disrespect them constantly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> step two, grow a beard and hit the gym. <laughs> hit the gym. Eat only ro- uh, chicken whey breast. Protein. Yeah, and, and fucking yeah. Whey protein. Whey protein. Yeah. Whey. Yeah. yeah, but that's a, that's like a, a side of it that I think is you know. A part of it, you never, you can never get taught it. You just have to figure it out well, for yourself. Well, a lot of people put yourself out there. I but, feel like a lot of people that <clears throat> that are listening would probably say, "Well, you don't need to get taught like how to interact with people while you're in school, because as long as you're in school in person and not doing it online, you're going to be interacting with people and you're going to figure that stuff out for yourself. And you know, you're uh, going to be asking your parents for advice, and your parents but, have gone through it, obviously. So yeah. of course, they would be able to enlighten you I, on I, something. I think you might be looking at kind of a utopian world where everyone's parents are happy to talk about sex and everyone no, sort of I, figures things out for them. A lot of people, yeah. I think, uh, just don't really don't really get it. They yeah. don't really they don't really figure it out on their own or just through trial and error. Right. And I think that might be why we're seeing, and especially with the rise of uh, social media and and porn and shit and like finding how to control your urges that way. I think a lot of teenagers these days are growing up and just not having sexual experiences in high school and then mm-hmm. they're out in the real world and then like, well, what did I learn? Well, I learned that I can find a hot woman on Pornhub and bust a nut <laughs> or cam girls or whatever the fuck and yeah. I don't really know how to how to like interact and in like and how to like make a move appropriately and how right. to blah 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 blah. I don't think there's ever going to be a course that's like here's how you make a move on a woman. No, I think it's more just like what's a. Pro- I think it's more just like a normalizing the interaction, normalizing talking about it, right. normalizing all this shit. Like obviously, it just depends on your environment, and your frame. Yeah. but I just think it's it's something interesting to think about because uh, you know it's a it's a fucking fundamental need for mm-hmm. for people for I've most s- people. I've said this to Fitz <clears throat> a few times recently. I think like talking about sex with your friends is like such a like important and fun thing to do Mm. and i think that it's like such a great way to learn what other people are doing because if you learn everything that you know about sex from like your own personal experience and fucking porn then porn is super unrealistic yeah porn (laughs) will completely skew what sex is to you you know and that's why i think like you know, talking to your friends about like sex and like things that they enjoy and stuff like that is can be like so uh like freeing and fun. <laughs> it, it is fairly common to talk to your friends about sex. I think the problem is that there's so much machoism that gets yeah. thrown and, in there's so much lying and it's very vapid so, and exaggerated. So, yeah, like, exaggerated. yeah, dude, I lasted forty five <laughs> minutes my first time. I was going to town yeah. on that pussy. Yeah, because yeah, young people are insecure as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. And most people are it's insecure. It's posturing. As fuck. It's posturing, yeah. So it's like you know, it's, people I, don't want to admit the first time that they fucking you know prematurely <laughs> ejaculated. Yeah, there's, where, and then there's the other fucking. side of it where there's the female side of it where like women are often like brought up in a way where they shouldn't 
t- they they aren't meant to talk about sex and stuff like that. Mm. And sex, I mean, I don't think it's so much the same now, but I think a lot of like to a lot of people growing up, sex is like this very shameful thing that they're like, oh no, we don't do that, you know. Yeah. And you know, where a guy will be like, oh yeah, I got laid last night. A girl might not want to talk yeah. about the fact that she did that. Mm. Well, you know, this is societal. You know. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been. The cultural thing it yeah. obviously it probably double, changes school standard. to school city to city you know it just you depends know. on your environment I'm, I, suppose, I mean but. i'm sure when when women are amongst <coughs> women and it's just girls night they're all you know drinking rum chata and fucking having a having a giggle and, <laughs> and whatever girl guys if they, they're getting up to you know you know fucking scantily clad you know fucking whatever hitting each other with pillows yeah, i'm dude, sure they're I talking bounced about this cock at 160 bpm dude <laughs> it was lit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> Uh, yeah, my pussy, my pussy's gorilla grip, and that's and that's on T. Yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely well, you like hear a lot, you hear a lot of music that kind of like. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, especially like female empowerment is huge, yeah. which is kind of high. I mean, which is kind of respectable. <laughs> so empowerment like, about sex in general, you yeah, know, is probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, it's it's always been like uh, well, I feel like more recently it's been talked about a bit where. A lot of people will say that like women are way more talkative with their friends about sex than men are and yeah. a, a lot of the time but then there are also the you know the other side of it of the people that just feel like it is something that they shouldn't talk about yeah mm. i feel like it's person to person yeah. depends on the group of people and depends on the individual some yeah. people are comfortable talking about sex other people like keeping it private like ben shapiro ben shapiro <laughs> <laughs> Wet ass p word. Oh my you know, god! That whole thing. That was crazy. You gotta wonder if old Benny Boy is just hamming it up at, the, at this point when he does stuff like that. When he's <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's his old news. But I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he, him and his wife <laughs> are, were happy. Don't they? Doesn't he have kids? Happy, dry, humping away. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I don't fucking know shit about Ben Shapiro. Mm. But uh, yeah. All I, I, all I know. Anyway, is, the point is, all I know is that he, he he owns that pussy with facts and logic. Yes. <laughs> he talks to it. <laughs> he talks to the pussy. Well, actually, your uh, you know, your your instinct should be uh, telling you to uh, get wet at this current point in time. Uh, I am standing before you naked, uh, as you can see. My shrimp cock is now enlarged. Uh, uh, it is it is now a uh, lobster. Uh, so <laughs> a lobster cock. <laughs> lobster cock. What does a lobster cock look like? Red, swollen, delicious. Um, Plump, probably juicy. Covered in chitin. Covered in chitin. Cock lobster. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Throwing it in the mix. Classic. Okay. How fucking stupid. How <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. Anyway, oh. we never really talk about sex in the podcast, but that was a nice little chat about, yeah. about yeah. sex. I, I mean, it helps to have <clears throat> energy when you're having sex. And it my, does. My, yes. my, my drink does. of choice before... You gotta have a pre-workout. Before sesh. <laughs> yeah, before, before sesh. Sesh with the missus. Is, uh, is Gamer Subs. And, you know, we did debut last podcast that uh, our Gamer Subs labor is, in fact, Misfits Melon. Misfits Melon. Honeydew Melon, not Watermelon. None of that stupid shit. We got Honeydew. <laughs> it's we, good. We got, and we it's got, delicious. We got beautiful... It's very refreshing. Green melon. Yeah. Uh, and by the time this podcast is out, it should be live. We we actually just filmed the promo upstairs, which we're not going to spoil, but you'll <laughs> you'll have seen it by by this point. In time. It's worth looking at. It's it is really looking worth looking at. Most likely, will already be on our on our socials. Follow on, us on yeah. Twitter and Instagram Misfits, at Misfits. Misfits Twitter and Insta. It's probably it out. worth watching on repeat. Yeah. Over and over was, and over. It was smashing you know? like my best retweet. my best performance I think mm. I've ever done. I look so good. I in, missed in it. I can't, I can't wait to see how yeah, the looks. I looked fantastic. Um, <laughs> a little cold, but yeah, but, cold. but really. Oh, you good. were cold, were you? I was so cold. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. I was so cold. Uh, yeah. But but anyways, uh, this is going to be live. Misfits Mallon should be live by the time you guys are listening <clears throat> and or watching. 
Um, and yeah, I would say go to gamersups.gg and buy some Misfits Melon. Uh, use code Misfits for 10% off. And uh, enjoy the best flavor that's ever graced uh, Gamersups. Mm. That's right. Gamersups.gg, code Misfits. And also uh, check out the Spotify playlist, Misfits Select, or uh, Spotify Select. It should come up. Just look mm. at Misfits Spotify Select. No, You'll find it. It's starting to start select. Start, start, start select. Start Select. Sorry, Misfits Start Select. And speaking of Spotify, if you're listening to this on YouTube or, or watching, uh, you can listen to the podcast one week early on Spotify. And watch. Earlier. Yes, and you can, watch. You can listen and watch one week early on Spotify, so be sure to head over there if you want a new episode rapidly, because that's the rate they come yeah, out. Yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. speedy. We've got a new set. We're feeling good. Mm-hmm. We're ready to... Make this podcast fucking great again. Yeah, the next couple uh, podcasts, we're, we're going to be introducing some more structure and segments, and we're, we're going to make it fun. We got this big ass projector, yeah. which you probably noticed, kind of cozy, but we can put anything up there. Literally anything. Corn. We, we, we got our guy Reddit. Mitchell. He's going to be able to show us articles, videos, anything funny that we might want to react to, you know, up here. So that's. Are we going to give Mitchell a mic? Yeah, I, oh, I, 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 wouldn't so. mind, I wouldn't mind having him as young Jamie as long as he doesn't talk too much. Young <laughs> Mitchell. Don't just <laughs> blatantly say that we're ripping off. Joe <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I mean, it's it's very common for it's very common for audio shows yeah. to have a producer. Yes. A little bit of a producer. Yeah, he's gonna right. he's gonna have more of a role, and you know, this this podcast will no longer be a stream of consciousness alone. It'll I mean, be it, a stream well, of consciousness with Mitchell. With Mitchell, <laughs> we just want to make it authentically us with a little bit of spice. And yeah. That's what the mess is gonna add be. a little bit of spice, a little, little bit of spice, a little bit of oil. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's episode, and we'll catch you next week. Later. Bye. Bye.